welcome back to Bourbon Barrel Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton. Today, we are continuing on with our eight crazy nights of rye, and uh, today's episode is going to be the Mick 10 Rye. Today's episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk is sponsored by Matt Wagner with Oxenus Partners Wealth Management. Matt specializes with strategic, financial, and investment planning. I personally work with Matt over numerous years and appreciate his honest and straightforward approach. He and his team have personally helped me and others I know with their, all their investing needs. Oxenus currently has two locations, one in downtown Jeffersonville, the other in the heart of St. Matthews. For a no-obligation consultation, please call Matt at 502-432-1401. So, fellas, we are back at it with the Eight Crazy Nights of Rye, and today we are trying the old Mick 10 Rye, which is one of my personal favorites. So, uh, what do we think, man? We got we got Travis with us tonight, Nick, and then DJ Jazzy Jasnoff's in the house. What's up, brother? What's up? Yeah. I love it. Um, my first thought is, uh, you know, every day everybody's always talking about high proof, barrel proof, all this stuff nowadays. I mean, I'm more than happy to drink something like this. What is it, 94 proof? It comes in at 93 proof. 93 it, proof. Uh, this, just to be specific, though, this is a 2020. Okay. So uh, technically last year's edition of the single barrel. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, yeah, so super good stuff. It's uh, I think it's 160 at the distillery. I think MSRP, so super good. And I think all the year variations are pretty close to the same proof. I mean, even though they're single barrels, it's still, um, they're all still within a percent or two of each other from year in year in. Right, yeah. I don't know. consistent. Did you have a year that you, 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 you really liked better than another? From the rye, I can't really recall off the top of my head. I'm not a huge guy that's like, oh yeah, single barrel rye, yeah, woohoo, fantastic. Yeah. But um, I would have to say, some of the better ones I've had are probably that like 15 and 16 M10 rise. They're they're pretty fantastic. Whatever they did right. was special that yeah. year. I always heard 2016 was was kind of the good yeah. year. That in 2014, somebody mentioned one time they said 2014 was pretty good, but yeah. I don't recall a 2014 or trying one. So and what's unique is uh, so it's a 10 year age dated, but that doesn't mean it's 10 years old. Like there's rumors and I, I you know confirmation that there could be 14, 15, 16 year old. Juice in those, yeah. Juice in, juice in the bottle. Yeah, they're not rumors, and you just stole my next line, so thanks. Oh, I got to come boom, up with something boom, now. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about Michters. I, I feel like, A, they've done some really, really great things, and then, B, I feel like they've also kind of done some things. That, I don't know that they're necessarily bad things, but I feel like they've really just attacked the secondary market, you know, as far as, like, how they price things to, to kind of drag things around. Because if I remember correctly, these things were not that expensive two, three years ago. No, I think I agree with you. They were not that expensive two, three years ago. But from my opinion, a lot of this is supply and demand. I mean, demand on this has gone up. Supply has gone down. Um, You've seen less and less of these released each year. But at the same time, I mean, the secondary market really created its own monster in these distilleries. And so, right, they're pricing themselves out of the secondary market, which is they should do right that's lost profits on the table for the distillery if we want to keep these distilleries around and going you know we need to be able to still support them the fact that the community still supports them at you know what i deem to be a 50 percent price increase over the past four years is is pretty admirable in my opinion yeah no one that's what you deem it yes <laughs> admirable it's not it's not what he did so, so do you think part of that is because they are fairly newer so they, they've revitalized the brand but they've sourced i, I don't necessarily consider so, them newer i mean i have a bottle of mictors from 1910 out of pennsylvania so i wouldn't really 
I don't know if newer is really the right word for that. But do you think it's like they're with their own juice or the source barrels, they're running low on that, so the price is going up, or do you think that's directly uh, reflective of the secondary market? In my opinion, I believe they're running out of source barrels, (laughs) in my honest opinion. So I I will step back and say that, um, yes, Michter's, the brand, has been around for a long time, but as far as what we know today, it is... Not new, but new, newer compared to the early 1900s. I mean, you know, they they've been around since what the early 2000s in this in this form. Uh, they are a premium brand, so their pricing is going to reflect that. That is the point. So and I think I it, think for what it is for a a, a quality rye this this good uh, at 10 years, maybe 15 years. Um, the price doesn't really trouble me, honestly. It has gone up for sure, but I think it's fair. I think with the quality too. I mean, if you ever go on that tour, I mean, and, and they really go after the quality and some going back to the roots where, you know, Michter's and everything kind of started. Um, again, what they're doing I think is phenomenal. And I think it's it's actually one of my favorite rise, period. It's my go-to. I kind of hoard a couple of these. So I so, think the bottle looks the coolest. Oh, it, it oh, absolutely yeah. has one of the best bottles. You know, but for for this particular event, we wanted to try to kind of pick what we considered some of the best bottles out of every distillery. And for me, this was a really hard one because I really love the Mick Ten, but I also love that that toasted rye. Uh, what about the twenty five? Why didn't you just bring that out? Of yeah, your I've never collection? had one. I don't even think I've oh, even touched so a, a Mick a Mick twenty or a Mick twenty five. Honestly, <laughs> so think about all the ryes they have: the standard rye, the cash strength rye, which is incredible, the toasted. Um, what else am I missing? You get the 25 and the, the 25, yeah. Yep. Oh. So they get a lot of great products. And heck, don't shy away. The regular standard Michter's rye is a delicious pour. It is a great bottle for someone who's rye curious or doesn't like rye. It's going to be a little sweeter, more of a Kentucky rye with the more corn in it. Uh, I don't believe they disclose their mash bills, but it's definitely got a good corn content to it. So if you are trying to get somebody into rye whiskey, that's definitely a good one uh, to start them out with. 100%. Yeah, so. I was going to say, they, they've, I've never heard a disclosure of any mash bill, so they kind of keep that close to their vest. But based off the sweetness and everything, I could probably say higher corn than, or yeah, higher corn than, than most. Yeah, 50 to 60 rye, something right. like that would be my guess. So as we dive into this bad boy to give give a little mini review and kind of talk about it, you know, what's everybody kind of getting on the nose? What's the tasting note you're getting? Travis is like, I'm already in. I'm ready to go. It's luxuri- it's luxurious, man. I mean, it's uh, on. I skipped the nose. I'll go back to it, but I absolutely love this. I'm I'm wondering why I don't own any of these. Um, I had the 2016 a couple nights ago. It's funny you guys brought that up. It it tasted to me like uh, some dusty had some dusty qualities to it. I see why people are really infatuated with it. This is just rich. It's viscous for the proof. It's got a ton of flavor, a little citrus. I love the oak. It's there. It's sharp, but it's not over oaked. Um, I don't, you know, beyond that, I, a little kind of like deep kind of sugary sweetness, but, um, I, I just think it's wonderful. I'm, I'm going to have to put one of these in the bunker for sure. Yeah, it, it, it's also kind of uh, it's it's not that fruit forward rye that you get on some things like this is like the traditional, like good got a nice little spice to it, nice little warm hug, but just like you said, all those great notes, citrus and caramel and everything else that comes with it. Nick, yeah, I just absolutely love it. Not, not only the color, but again, those slight wood undertones, that sweetness that comes out. Again, I think that's probably because of the mash bill and the amount of corn content. Um, 
again, there's a reason why I love this this rye. It's one of those. It's um, I, I'm a neat I'm a neat pour on this. I wouldn't do anything with this except drink it neat and enjoy it. Um, super good. No, 100. percent You don't want to add a, add, a, add a rock or water or anything to this thing. It's it's already been proofed down to a perfect number. Well, I guess it's technically barrel strength, right? Are they supposed to be single barrels uh, or single? I don't this know is, if they're barrel is, strength. This is not barrel strength. Now, now they put it in the barrel at I think 103 proof. Okay. So, um, and I have the, the highest. Probably not a ton of movement then. No, the highest proof I've ever seen on a barrel strength was I think 117, but usually most of them run around that like 109 range. So we're not too far off. But well, it's, this wouldn't be their whiskey. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. So right. I mean, this is 93. So I, the, I, I would not say this is. So there was speculation there, and I've heard all kinds of rumors, everything from Old Forester to Jim Beam to no, not Jim Beam to Early Times and other things to that nature. I mean, I, all I know is this is delicious. It's one of those. <laughs> things where it's fun to speculate we obviously get a kick out of it um but i will say it's a t- it's the typical the, the more you learn the less you know like you might think that 100 percent that came from one place and you've never heard of this other place ever selling whiskey to anybody but they may have sold it to that distillery so like yep. it's not you're never going to figure it out unless you know someone that has seen the barrels and we we know what the rumors are and and they're true for the most part but that doesn't give you all the answers. No, 100%. Yeah, until you see that barrel head. Correct. Of where it came from. So, Matt, what's your opinion on this bad boy? So, I appreciate it for what it is. Like Travis said, it's it's a great rye. Um, it is. I appreciate, from my perspective, that there's not a lot of spice up front, and that's probably one of the biggest turnoffs for me on rye in general. Everyone who always talks to me about rye, I will always tell them that I, I don't drink it straight. I don't drink it. I don't drink it at all. I really just, I use it for a cocktail and that's the worst thing, but you know, no. that's just, that's just my opinion. You, you do, you do you. You I do mean, you. Everything that's is That's what rye was for, blending and cocktails. Yeah. I mean. And I, I can't get that. Like I, I love rye and cocktails, right? Manhattan's old fashioned, Sazerac's, you put it in a cocktail. I love it. By itself, not my favorite. M10 rye, I love it because it's not spicy. Like I don't get that spice up front. Um, some of the other ones we're trying in this series, they have a lot of overpowering spice, and that's not it's not my taste, but um, that's just my take on that. I mean, rye came out before bourbon. I mean, rye was like the standard, if I recall, and then kind of bourbon was an offshoot. Yep, 100% on that. <clears throat> so when, when you look at this and you look at the marketing, and the, like you said, like it's one of the best-looking bottles and things to that nature what do you think sets them apart or why do you think they chose what they chose because they put a pull tab on their wax and i appreciate that i do do appreciate the the wax wax is always the answer i mean i don't know i i look i look at the bottle and it's it's easily identifiable on the shelf like if if you do like one of those uh ghost tests and you see like all the bottles next to each other there's a few out there like your blantons and a few others they could i I easily identify. I think Michter's is one of those. It's just a classy bottle. The wax is on there. It does have wax. It does have a pull tab, but it's, it, I think it brings it all together. I mean, it's just a classy bottle. It's a good pour. It's luxury, man. No, it, and that's what I was going to say. To me, it just looks like it's fancy. Like it's and <laughs> fancy like, uh, <laughs> but, but, but really it, it, it does. It, it's just got some fanciness to it. It's durable. It's sturdy. It's got made with heavy, thick duty glass, but it's beautiful. I mean, it's just a good looking bottle. If we could take a picture of your face when you just did that, no, fancy <laughs> would be priceless. <laughs> I hate that song, but sometimes it gets stuck <laughs> in my damn head. Cause I watch tick or watch those TikTok videos and those things that dumb stuff pops up all the time. So 
I don't know. I also believe that a lot of people drinking this like the single barrel aspect from it. So they like the fact that it is an age-dated single barrel product that they are paying a luxury price for at this point. Right. Hmm. I never thought of it that way. Yeah. Fun fact, because I went on the tour this past weekend, uh, Michter's is actually a combination of Michael and Peter, Mm -hmm. the sons. So Michter's. So fun fact, that's how they got the name. Michael and, and Peter. And it yeah. is Michter's, not Mitchter's, not whatever. Yeah. It's the hard T there, Michter's. Michter's. Yep. Michter's. So just, just, you know, one of those uh, trivia things. So when you look at it, like, oh, now I see Michael and Peter. Oh. <laughs> Do we uh, need to wrap this one up or we keep going on here? I've no, I think we're pretty good we on, talk about. on this bad boy. Uh, you know, I, I think overall, you know, we, we, we have to rate it, right? Like that, that was the kind of the deal we made when we, when we started this whole process. So on a scale from one to ten... Where are we going to land this bad boy? I didn't end up giving a number on the old Forrester barrel you, strength, did I? No, you did I will tell you this. You kind I of would, agreed with my eight and a half. Eight to eight and a half. I, see, I think I got to... Now barrel I'm strength. tasting that's this. A bold, I think I gotta, that's a bold pick. I think I got to roll it back just a little bit because I know I would right now rather have that than the old Forrester. I agree, and but I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't... But I'm also on a big, not high proof kick right now so, so for me that's where i would go with this like i it, i still hold steady that i think that that old forester is eight to eight and a half right i'm gonna give this eight and a half to nine i think that might be the, I don't think the thing i enjoy you pick one number i, I said see, 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 i go seven, a, five I, I go eight thank I, you i go eight i go a minus so i go i'll go a nine which which is 90 percent. so a nine wow. uh but again this is like my go-to rye it's probably my favorite rye on the shelf so uh, but I've had some phenomenal rise out there um, that are not Michter's, but uh, I love it. Nine. I think this might be my, f- I'm guessing, my favorite thing that I'll taste in this series. That's how I feel right now. We're, we're going to find out. Yep. I, I agree with Travis on this one. I think okay. this is going to be one of the better ones we try for right. sure. So uh, this, this may be the 10 of the series, but right so now. I, so I didn't rate the Barrel Proof Rye from Old Foe. So right. I, so. Yeah, you missed out on it. Starlight and well, we did another one. The Kentucky Spirit. Oh, Kentucky. No. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Rare breed. <dry. laughs> so, so I'm going to give this guy an 8.2. 8.2. All right. And that's, that's my starting out. I didn't. Do you rate between 8 and 9? Is that what you do? 8.4? <laughs> you know, we'll see. Hey, we'll take it. We'll I, take I it. I feel like when those Olympic judges, 8.2, <laughs> right. 8.2, 8.4. 8.734-8944-87. We'll eliminate so, the high and the low, and we'll see what the average is. What we decided is it, it's in the 8 to 9 range. That's what we decided on this pour. Mid-8s, yeah, yeah, easily. Absolutely. Buy you a bottle when you see it on the shelf. That's, 100. That's Do not hesitate, you know. <laughs> and you can't find it on the shelf. And like, second, hold on. Secondary is like, 230 it's to like $200. Well, no, so that's store. what I was well, going to yeah, preface I mean, it by saying. Secondary is But if you have that money, go right ahead. It's just money. It grows on trees. Okay, so so retail is 160 I right. think uh, gift shop might maybe one sixty to one eighty. Right. Secondary is usually hovering around that two fifty range. Right. So again, like you you said, if it's four hundred dollars, uh, no, um, hang on to that two fifty. You can find it in your store, but occasionally they do have it up at the. You got to get lucky, but occasionally they do have it up at the distillery. And sometimes you can go to Costco and get it there as well. That's what I want. I want I'm that Costco one forty pot. No, one twenty nine ninety nine at Costco. See, even the better yep. buy. That's a damn solid buy. Yeah. So, all right. So that wraps up this episode of Bourbon Barrel Talk on the eight crazy nights of rye. Um, if you want to find us, you can find us at Bourbon Barrel Talk at gmail.com is an easy email address. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and also Facebook. 
Um, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We're on all the major multimedia outlets and all that good stuff. So you can find us through Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, um, and even Amazon Music. All those all those different avenues to find us in that situation. Also, don't forget to hook up and look up my boy Travis Hill over here at Teach Bourbon at TeachBourbon.com. Is that right, Travis? Yes, sir. Social that, media, all that. Absolutely. We want to make sure we give him a little a little mini plug for every episode he's on here with Thank us. Thank you. So, so this is Scott, Matt, Nick. And Travis signing off. Peace.